Hi friends! Welcome to a new season of Seasons with Sheena Joy podcast. We're down to spring, my most favorite season. Before we go to our main topic, let me first share to you some random things. With the COVID-19 pandemic, more people have experienced isolation and anxiety attacks. And those who are experiencing depression have significantly increased worldwide. As I have previously shared in one of my episodes, I myself have gone through depression. That's why I know how hard it is to go through such mental health issues. Sadly, some people resort to using drugs to overcome the difficulty of their mental health problems instead of consulting with a therapist or a licensed professional. Recently, I learned about psychedelics or psilocybin through a friend. He shared that through magic mushrooms, he was able to overcome his mental health problem. He was so convinced about the promising results of psilocybin that he himself administers them to others with mental health issues and acts as quote-unquote guide underground. Although there were recent studies on the potential of magic mushrooms for medication, the risks of physical and brain damage with high potential for abuse, the use of psilocybin is still considered illegal and serve no legitimate medical purpose. Based from the stories that I have heard and the documentaries I have watched, those who took magic mushrooms become unconscious for several hours and goes through tripping and experience visual and auditory hallucinations. They also have introspective experiences which some attribute a spiritual experience. Most of the people who had such introspections felt that they are somehow connected to the universe and claim to have experienced love and regained their identity. However, experiences with magic mushrooms create a temporary solution to depression. When the root is not addressed, which is our heart and sinfulness, there's a high probability that people will resort to dependency or addiction. My heart goes to those who are having mental issues these days. As someone who have gone through the same, I see to it that I offer a listening ear. My faith in Jesus Christ gave me hope that that phase of my life was just temporary and it shall come to pass. Jesus gave me strength and sustained me daily. Moreover, having a community who prayed for me and whom I shared my burdens with have helped me overcome such ordeal. Sadly, there are people out there who are isolated, who do not have community, and who choose to go to all other things except for Jesus. My heart breaks for that friend who resorted to using drugs to overcome depression. Him administering magic mushrooms to others may bring these possible ill effects. Number one, it may cause depression to recur as he absorbs and processes other people's issues without him having any professional background in counseling or at least a strong support group where he can vent out. Another possibility is when a quote-unquote session becomes successful, it may lead to his pride, messianic complex, or communal narcissism. Or lastly, in worst case, due to uncontrolled circumstances, 
one session may cause detrimental effects to others, which may lead to bad tripping or even death. Although I do not have communication with that friend right now, I still continue to pray for him and believe that Jesus will work miraculously in his life. I am hopeful that he will have his turning point. My prayer is that he will be spared from the perils of addiction and be freed from the deception that magic mushroom creates. It is just a temporary or band-aid solution to the pridefulness and sinfulness of us humans. Our main episode is entitled, The Names of God I Encountered in Japan. Today, I will share about the names of God I encountered during my two years of stay in Japan. I chose to focus on three names of God and share my experiences related to those names. This is like a thank offering to all the goodness of the Lord to me. I want to boast on who God is, and my heart is that His name will be honored and glorified through my experiences and testimonies. Let me first give a short introduction about our university to give context to what I will share. The name of our university is International University of Japan or IUJ. It is a graduate school only for master's degree and PhDs with 300 plus students from 60 plus different nations all over the world. That's why its tagline is, Where the World Gathers. All subjects were taught in English, but they also offer Japanese language subjects. IUJ is located in a secluded area. In order to minimize distractions for students and for us to be more focused with our studies, it is in a rural place, one and a half hours by bullet train to Tokyo, which costs 8,000 pesos round trip, or three hours by bus, which costs 3,000 pesos round trip. It is surrounded by mountains and, and rice fields, 40 minutes away from the train station on foot, or 15 to 20 minutes by bicycle. The first name of God that I want to share about is Abba. I experienced God as my Abba Father, my Daddy in Japan. I would like to highlight that the love of the Father has been lavished on us. Lavish means bestow something in generous or extravagant quantities. It's always shared in the preaching that God's love is overflowing. My experience with God as Abba Father can be summarized in three P's. Abba provides, Abba protects, and Abba performs miracles. Abba provides. God provided for my financial needs during my stay in Japan. For years, coming from a family who experienced financial crisis, I became a breadwinner who has been deprived of many things. But during my stay in Japan, God as my Abba Father allowed me to enjoy shopping, food, travel travel, and many other things. I had the freedom to buy not just my needs but also my wants. Being a scholar while receiving salary from my home country allowed me to enjoy the things that I have missed out and at the same time to save and invest. But not only that Abba provided for material, material things, he also lavishly provided for my spiritual needs. Given the location of our university, before coming to Japan, my greatest worry was about having a spiritual family. 
Japan is a nation where only 1% of the people are Christians. There was even a survey years back in 2000 where more than half of the respondents answered that they do not belong to any religion. There are churches in Tokyo and Yokohama, but since it's too costly, I cannot easily visit those churches every week. And in my mind, the chances of having a church in that place is so little. But I was surprised when I came there. There is a Christian church which was planted one year before our university was established. The name of the church is Orase Christian Church, led by Japanese couple Pastor Sato and Mrs. Sato, who eventually became my Japanese parents. The church has 10 to 12 regular Japanese attendees. There's also an existing IUJ Christian Fellowship in the campus, composed of student Christians from different countries. We gathered for weekly fellowships and Bible studies. During my second year, I became part of IUJ Christian Fellowship Court Team where we led worship nights, Bible studies, prayer meetings, and other campus gatherings. There were also an American couple from Elevate Church in the U.S. who came one year before I arrived in Japan. Their goal was to plant Elevate Church in Orasa and their heart is also for the nations. To my surprise, the university psychologist and counselor was also a Christian. During my most difficult season in the university, the winter term of my second year and thesis season, she helped me a lot by processing my thoughts and emotions and even praying for me. And imagine how she's a blessing to the students from different nations in the campus. Abba protects. I discovered a major problem in my thesis four days before the deadline for submission. No matter how careful I was, I still overlook a detail which made the results of my, de- of my thesis the opposite of what I have written. And the only solution is for me to rewrite everything from the beginning. In short, I won't make it for the, for the graduation. I did not inform my advisor about the error that I have discovered. Instead, I prayed and asked God what to do. My dilemma was that I wanted to tell the truth to my advisor, but on the other hand, I know it would be impossible for me to graduate. So I prayed and God instructed me to just pass what I have and leave the results to Him. This was also confirmed by asking counsel from the closest people in the spiritual family and also from my colleagues in IUJ. They said that I just have to pass what I have finished but still be ready if my examiner discovered the mistake because I still did my best and the error was not intentional. God revealed to me through my brother that it was his way of redeeming my image of of a father. As you know, I came from a broken family. This is not to dishonor my father, but there were many times that we have experienced that when something goes wrong, he didn't fight for us. Instead, he always abandoned us. In the case of my thesis, though the problem was technically my fault, God didn't leave me nor forsake me. He didn't abandon me. Instead, he fought for me and provided a way out for me. God, I believe, blinded my examiner's eyes so that he won't see what's wrong with my thesis 
and miraculously, I passed the defense without major revisions. Lastly, ABBA performs miracles. During summer vacation in 2019, I spent three months in Tokyo from July to September. But during September, Pastor Sato, the pastor of Orasa Christian Church, was hospitalized for more than 30 days due to blood cancer. When I returned to IUJ in October, we visited him in the hospital, prayed for him, and anointed him with oil. After two days, God miraculously answered our prayers and he was discharged from the hospital. God also performed miracle when I went home from Japan to Philippines in July in the middle of pandemic and strict COVID-19 restrictions. God provided so much favors in the airport. Before going back, I was worried because of the situation in Manila since one of my co-scholars was a son of a VIP. From the time we got out of the plane until we finished the whole process at the airport, we were escorted by security personnel. They also designated a special booth for the six of us students for the RT-PCR test. And we even got the result the next day. God also miraculously provided a car for me to pick me up from the hotel to my brother's apartment. My father's employer allowed me to use one of his cars and we were spared from the hassle of COVID situation. The second name of God that I encountered in Japan is Eldeya, the God of all knowledge. I learned throughout my stay in Japan that whenever we make decisions, we should always ask God for wisdom. In my case, I consulted God with my plans for travels. He instructed me to explore Japan during first year and stay in Niigata Prefecture during my second year. My batchmates and senpais even told me that the logical plan is not to travel during the first year because of our academic loads and we're still going through adjustments. So most of them postponed their travels for their second year. But as for me, I heed God's instructions and unbeknownst to all of us, COVID-19 pandemic came during our second year. In my first year, I was still able to visit 15 prefectures of Japan. Prefectures are equivalent to provinces and Japan has 47 prefectures. I am thankful that God allowed me to visit from north, which is Hokkaido, to south, which is Okinawa. And during those travels, I did prayer walks to prophesy to the places that I've been to and welcomed the presence of Jesus in those places that I stepped into in Japan. God is indeed the God who knows the past, present, and future, and we can trust fully His leading and direction to us. As illogical as it may sound, God's instructions allowed me to enjoy Japan before the COVID pandemic. As Eleia, or the God of all knowledge, God is perfectly acquainted with every detail in the life of every person, including our desires. I was praying to God that I still wanted to experience graduation ceremony. All the universities in Tokyo did not have any graduation ceremony because of COVID. The initial plan of IUJ admin is for us not to have a graduation ceremony, but to just wear the gown and take pictures. God just told me to trust Him. However, few weeks before the actual date of graduation, the admin informed us that they changed the plan. 
we still had an on-site graduation ceremony with preventive measures. We wore masks, we were sanitized before entering the bus, going to the venue, we implemented one seat apart, no guests were invited, only the graduates and professors were there, first-year students and the families watched online in the campus, no picture taking inside the venue after the ceremony. God knows even our deepest desires. He is perfectly acquainted with every detail in the life of every person, and He cares and He is mindful of those desires. As Aldea, God knows what's best for us and we can trust Him. Before, I was asking why God placed me in an isolated place. But during COVID-19 pandemic, what I thought as an isolated campus became a safe haven for us. Since we were in a secluded place, I still experienced graduation ball, sports events, send-off parties despite the pandemic. My batchmates who were studying in Tokyo and other cities missed out all of those experiences as a student. Indeed, Eldea, or God, is the God of all knowledge. The third name of God that I encountered in Japan is Jehovah Asainu, or the Lord our Maker. We live like Jesus here on earth. We are His image bearers as believers. By the way, the nickname that I chose to use, to use in Japan was Joy because it was easier to remember and my declaration before coming to Japan was that I will be used by God to bring joy to people. I volunteered as a mentor in the university's mentorship program. This aims to help the students cope up with campus and academic life. As a mentor, our role was to guide the first years and help them in their questions and needs while adjusting in the campus. I thank God for the privilege to be used by Him to guide students from Vietnam, Sri Lanka, Myanmar, Pakistan, and Syria. They are among the best students in the campus. In fact, two of them became officers of the student body. One graduated as the valedictorian of their class, the other as the top one in her course and won the St. Gallen's Global Essay Competition, and the other was a Dean's Awardee for Academic Excellence. Towards the end of the academic year, I adopted my leader's awarding activity in our VG or victory group the holy spirit impressed to me to use it as an opportunity to speak life to my mentees and call out their destiny i prepared certificates and medals for them during our mentor mentee barbecue day together the certificates had their names and best traits and the specific examples or reasons for those best characters my mentees were so surprised and happy that we had an awarding ceremony and for most of them, it was even their first time to receive a medal. I happened to get medals with the university's logo in it from the IUJ student organization for free. Through the feedback of my mentees, they let me know that they feel loved and cared for and that the mini-awarding made an impact to them and they were uplifted. God, as my maker, also gave me an inner circle. Girls from Iran, Sri Lanka, India called the Bellas. We spent lots of time together, movie nights, stargazing, pizza nights, rooftop hangouts, travel, and eating together, the additional dress swaps, 
and I just so love them. The Iranian was the first Muslim that I prayed for in person. Tita Sandra, my victory group leader, told me to just genuinely care and love those people. I also read in one book that we are not always called to lead people to Christ, but we are called to bring Christ to people. I thank God for the privilege and honor to be used by Him to be to bring Christ to each one of them in my own little ways. Before I left Japan, I was able to pray for each one of them. Through them, I experienced praying for a Buddhist and a Hindu too. They also gave me letters to let me know that they felt so loved and cared for and that they will miss me so much. I believe that I was able to touch their lives and be an image of Christ's love for them and that the relationships that we have built will last even after our stay in, Jap- in Japan. In fact, until now, we're still in touch with each other even though we're in different locations. God, our Maker, and us and we as image bearers are given the privilege to reflect His image to people from every tribe, nation, and language. Through my stay in IUJ, I was able to interact with people from different nations of the world. I prayed for and encouraged people from Myanmar, Zambia, and Mongolia. I thank God for the opportunity to pray for someone from Uzbekistan, also a Muslim. During our one-on-one date, she was surprised that I asked to pray for her. She told me that it was the first time that someone prayed for her in person and she thanked me. She also asked me about Jesus and the difference of Christianity from Islam. I highlighted the unconditional love of Jesus that he died for our sins. She also told me that she felt so loved as my mentee and that she will miss me. I was also able to pray for people from Vanuatu and Timor-Leste when I invited them for pizza night and stargazing at our dorm's rooftop. And while watching the stars, they agreed that I play worship songs. We had fun together and afterwards they told me that they were afflicted and thanked me for spending time with them. God opened a door for me to be included in a ladies group in the campus. All of them were first years and I was the only second year in that group. We created a group chat and we regularly met to spend time through meals together, walk in campus mini gatherings and other activities. The student from Vietnam helped me lead this group. This group became a support group for the women, especially those who do not have a big community since there are nations with only one student so they don't have seniors to guide them. We encourage everyone to open to be open to share their struggles and since sexual harassment and casual sex is also rampant in the campus this group became a safe place for them to open up and share and we built a culture of protecting and checking on each other i also adopted our victory group birthday celebrations and surprises i was the one who started the birthday surprises when i organized a surprise for an exchange student from France and I am thankful that even if I'm not in the campus anymore they still continued to do that practice through the pictures that they sent in our group chat I thank God for the many opportunities that he opened for me to build relationships with people from different nations my whole stay in IUJ allowed me to be exposed to different cultures The places in the map will not be just places for me, but God put faces on those places. 
and I'm amazed and honored that God granted my desire to be exposed to the nations of the world. The three names of God that I shared are Abba, my Father, Eldea, the God of all knowledge, and Jehovah Osino, the Lord, our Maker. The truth is, I have experienced God in many different ways, and it's not just those three names of God that I experienced during my whole stay in Japan. In summary, my experience of the names of God made me love Him more. The more realization and awareness that we have of God's love for us, the more we will love Him. As it is said in 1 John 4 verse 19, we love Him because He first loved us. Now, let's proceed to the verse for this episode. Our verse for this episode is in Psalm 116 verses 12 to 13 and 17. It says, What shall I return to the Lord for all His goodness to me? I will lift up the cup of salvation and call on the name of the Lord. I will sacrifice a thank offering to you and call on the name of the Lord. For all the things that I have experienced in Japan and for all the goodness of God to me, I cannot help but share them to others as a thank offering to the Lord. I hope that you learned something from what I share that will also add value to you. If you want to share with me your takeaways or if you have questions, feel free to contact me in my social media accounts in Instagram or Facebook Messenger at shinajoyya-on. See you in the next episodes. Enjoy your season and always remember that you are loved. Bye!